0: You are listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the Wall of Freedom.
1: So I want to talk to you today about the future of our species, and really the future of life. We are probably one of the last generations of Homo sapiens. Within a century or two, Earth will be dominated by entities that are more different from us than we are different from Neanderthals or from chimpanzees. Because in the coming generations, we will learn how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. These will be the main products of the economy, of the 21st century economy. Not textiles and vehicles and weapons, but bodies and brains and minds. As for the enemies of freedom, those who
0: are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it, now or ever. Welcome back, patriots. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. This is a very powerful, very, very powerful podcast that I've ever done. Thank you so much for listening. I apologize for the last few days. Had to handle different things, but today is important. Like I said, I do the research so you don't have to. If you've never heard of what I'm going to talk to you about today, then you're living in the dark. You're not understanding anything. What is happening in this world, much less what is happening in the United States of America, because this world is driving these changes at a global scale, and I'm going to explain that to you today. There are two organizations that we're going to talk about today that are not only destroying the United States. They're destroying all freedom-loving people across the globe. And if we don't understand what's happening, then we don't have the ability to fight back or make changes so that the globe does not take over America. And this is what we're going to talk about today. Those two organizations is the United Nations and the World Economic Forum. And I'm going to give you a very short synopsis of what these two organizations are doing. And by the way, they are now joined together. Joined together to make sure that they have the power of the globe. The elitists and the United Nations are now coming together so that they can determine your life on this planet. So the first thing I want to talk about is what is called the Sustainable Development Goals. And this is part of the United Nations. This is what they have done. In 2015, 193 countries that make up the United Nations agreed to adopt the 2030 agenda. That's eight years from now. So what they're saying is within eight years, this is our goals that we have to accomplish on the globe. The historical agenda lays out 17 sustainable development goals and targets dignity, peace, prosperity for the planet, humankind to be complete by the year 2030. The agenda targets multiple areas for action such as poverty and sanitation and plans to build up local economies while addressing people's social needs. Now they have 17 goals. But I'm not going to cover all of them. What I am going to talk about is some of the goals that I think that, number one, will never be reached, number two, if they are reached, then we are headed straight in today's time frame like it was in the days of Noah. Where only evil and the minds of the people exist. So, number one, no poverty. I, I agree with that. Nobody should be in poverty. In poverty in all its forms everywhere. So, this is what man wants to do. Think about what I'm telling you. Man is going to solve the poverty issue. Never happened before, never going to happen in the future. Zero hunger same thing, by achieving food security and improve nutrition and promote sustainable agriculture. How is that working out? Especially today. Supply chains. Farmers cannot live a life because of the economy. Number five goal. Gender equality. We've heard this before. This is a United Nations goal. Achieve gender equality and empower all women and girls. Do you see how they're classing people? It shouldn't say achieve a gender equality women and girls. It should say everyone. Everyone. But it doesn't. That's what their focus is. They're thinking that women and girls are not equal in this world. So they're going to produce policies that you're going to be forced to accept. And we're seeing it today. Goal number 10, reduce inequality. Reduce inequality within and among countries. So the world is now going to control how these countries live. Think about that. Just think about that. That their goal is to eliminate countries, people that have traditions and core values and believe and how they live. And in eight years, they're going to destroy this. Number 12, responsible consumption and production. Ensure sustainable consumption and production patterns. So all of a sudden, the United Nations is going to be in charge, a government global agency a production of the world and what we do, what we eat, how we act. You know where I'm going with this. Goal number 13, we've heard this a dozen times. Climate action. Take urgent action to combat climate change and its impact does not exist. But they're using this. As a reason to bring you to your knees because they know what is going on. Goal 17. Partnerships to achieve the goal. Strengthen the means of implementation and revitalize the goal partnership for sustainable development. Partnerships. So what they're doing is they're working with all the nations to take the nation's power away from them and put it in the hands of one organization. Where have we heard that before? It's called the Bible. We are witnessing right in front of our eyes. The end of times. Take it how you want to. I'm telling you, It's happening. I see it. We need to understand it. We don't need to be afraid of it. We just need to understand what is happening in this global environment. Because we have to be able to support and defend our rights that was given to us by God no matter what country we're in. And when those rights are taken from us as free citizens of America and the world, then we're headed to total dictatorial tyranny at a global scale. So we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the second organization, the World Economic Forum, what they're doing, and I'm going to play some clips just like I did in the beginning of the podcast. You heard this individual named Yuval Noah Harari. That's the guy at the beginning of the video. He's got a 27-minute speech he did at the World Economic Forum. And when we get back, we're going to listen to this. And then you tell me. You tell me if, if my ears and my eyes are blind and not seeing what the elitists of the globe is trying to do to the citizens of this planet. This is powerful. If you've never heard it before, I have links in the show notes on the podcast that you can go read and listen for yourself this 27-minute video of this person telling us what the world thinks is going to happen in eight years. We'll be right back.
2: Old man Wrigley lived in that white house Down the street where I grew up Mama used to send me over with things Struck a friendship huh? Been a few long summers out on his old port swim. Said he was in the war, one in the Navy, lost his wife, lost his baby. I broke down and asked him one time, I said, How you keep from going crazy? Said I see my wife and son in just a little while. I asked him what he meant. Looked at me and smiled. Said I raise my hand. years later I was off at college talking to mom on the phone one night getting all caught up on the gossip the ins and outs of the small town line so by the way son old man Wrigley's but later on that time I there thinking back. Thought about a couple long lost summers. I didn't know whether to cry or laugh. There was ever anybody deserved a ticket to the other side. It'd be that sweet old man who looked me in the eye. words written in red They tell me that there's more to life than just what I can see I can't quote the book or the chapter or the verse But you can't tell me it all ends in a slow ride in a hearse You know The Long- I believe.
0: All right. We are back, and we're going to talk about the World Economic Forum. And if you're listening to the podcast, you never heard of it. Get your butt on the Internet and start learning about what is going on on this planet. Because these are the people that are driving what is happening in the United States. Biden is president. You're going to hear this more than once over the next few years. He is president because of this global elitist. I don't care what you think. I know it. I've researched it. I've seen it. This is what these people are doing on a global scale. They're impacting elections and trying to change each and every country ...to be like they want us to be. So what is the World Economic Forum? It is the International Organization for Public and Private Corporations. So we're talking about a forum put together... ...to where now you have government entities... And you have private entities coming together to do what? To solve the world's problems. Instead of going to the God that created us. This is why we're in this situation. It's because the world is going downhill fast. And not trusting in the God that created us. The governments and/or the corporations. The forum engages the foremost political, business, cultural, and other leaders of society to shape the globe, regional, and industry agendas. It was established in 1971. Wow, didn't know that as a nonprofit foundation and is headquartered in Geneva, Switzerland. Obviously, because Switzerland is like this neutral country, always has been. We don't care about what happens around us. Now they're going to control the globe. It is independent, impartial, and not tied to any special interest. Doesn't have to be tied to a special interest. They... Create the special interests. This is what they're doing. They're creating how the globe will become and communicate. The forum strives in all its efforts to demonstrate entrepreneurship and a global public interest while upholding the higher standards of governance. Impossible. It's absolutely Impossible to combine this business world and governance together. Because it's two different purposes. Moral and intellectual integrity is at the heart of everything it does. Moral and intellectual. Intellectual I can understand because you're brainiacs. You don't believe in God and... You don't want to die without doing something to make the world better. And, and I get that. But you have no morals. Because you're going to become tyrants. You are the tyrants that are pressuring people to no longer live a life as a human being, but as a bot, as a digital person. You're going to hear more about that. Now, what makes this even worse is the United Nations and the World Economic Forum has signed up together. So now you have the power of the money, the World Economic Forum, the entities, the billion trillionaire people is now working with the United Nations to form a partnership to change this globe In June of 19 or 2019 the World Economic Forum and the United Nations signed a strategic partnership framework outlining areas of cooperation Cooperation to deepen institutional engagement and jointly accelerate the implementation of the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. What that means to me is now man is replacing God on this planet, and they're going to determine from a global world scale, how human beings are going to live. And when I play this clip from Yuvon Noah Harari, you're going to have an absolutely tremendous understanding of what's going on. The framework was drafted based on mapping of existing collaboration between two institutions and will enable a more strategic and coordinated approach towards delivering the impact of the globe. This is not, I'm not talking about the United States. What I'm saying is the elites of the globe are coming together to take over. This world, you must understand that. It's got nothing to do with the United States. I have listened to this clip of Yuval Nara Hari, the full 27-minute speech he gave in 2018 at the World Economic Forum, and it clicked like a freaking light bulb. And I've been listening to this for the last two or three years. And it's over and over again in my mind where we're going and how the globe is going to look, according to them, in the next eight years. If it is God's will, there is nothing that we can do to change what is happening. But if it's not... Then we, as human beings, with the true God of the universe, have the ability to change this world to the better and eliminate this conceptual idea of man owning this world. So take a great listen to this clip. Like I said, it's a, it's, It's about three and a half minutes long. It is not the full 27 minutes, but you're going to get an idea of what is going on in this world.
1: Once we have algorithms that can understand me better than I understand myself, they could predict my desires, manipulate my emotions, and even take decisions on my behalf. And if we are not careful, the outcome might be the rise of digital dictatorships. In the 20th century, democracy generally outperformed dictatorship because democracy was better at processing data and making decisions. We are used to thinking about democracy and dictatorship in ethical or political terms, but actually These are two different methods to process information. Democracy processes information in a distributed way. It distributes the information and the power to make decisions between many institutions and individuals. Dictatorship, on the other hand, concentrates all the information and power in one place. Now given the technological conditions of the 20th century, distributed data processing worked better than centralized data processing, which is one of the main reasons why democracy outperformed dictatorship and why, for example, the US economy outperformed the Soviet economy. But this is true only under the unique technological conditions of the 20th century. In the 21st century, new technological revolutions, especially AI and machine learning, might swing the pendulum in the opposite direction. They might make centralized data processing far more efficient than distributed data processing. And if democracy cannot adapt to these new conditions, then humans will come to live under the rule of digital dictatorships. And already at present, we are seeing the formation of more and more sophisticated surveillance regimes throughout the world, not just by authoritarian regimes, but also by democratic governments. The US, for example, is building a global surveillance system while my home country of Israel, is trying to build a total surveillance regime in the West Bank. But control of data might enable human elites to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. And if indeed we succeed in hacking and engineering life, this will be not just the greatest revolution in the history of humanity. This will be the greatest revolution in biology since the very beginning of life, 4 billion years ago.
0: The first thing is the 4 billion years ago, which didn't happen. Could care less what this person thinks. We did not evolve from amoebas. God created us, created this planet, and He will restore it when that time comes. But what is shocking is this: says uh, this guy says by hacking organisms, the elites may gain the power. To re-engineer you, your family, and your kids. They're going to put electronics in every human being on this planet to control them. And if they don't act in the way that the elitists want them to act, they we be subject to destruction, prison, suffering, whatever they come up with in their laws. What is the good news? The good news is the gunny's not worried because I know in my heart who the real God is. And what he has done for mankind. And no matter what this world does, they cannot whatsoever change me because anyone that is a child of Jesus Christ has no fear. Whatsoever. And my advice is this if this continues and it gets harder and harder to live, my advice is simple go fishing, go enjoy life, let them do whatever they want. And at some point, Jesus Christ will come back. Or, we will die and be with Him in glory. That's the good news. That's what we all have to look forward to. Is the fact that the world does not own us. Jesus Christ does. And I will stick to that. Until I go to Him in glory or until our Lord comes back to this wonderful world that He has created and cleans up this awesome mess that man has presented us. This is the gunny out.
2: Stand up for the flag and let's all ring the Liberty Bell. Let's make a fort and a Chevy. It'll still last ten years like. Best of the free life is still yet to come The good times ain't over
1: for good